Hello everybody and welcome to episode 26. I bloody love that guitar solo. Oh mate, I should that teach is... you how to play it. It's actually not as tricky as you would think. <laughs> I, I actually think there needs to be more guitar um, guitar solo. Alright, alright. That's the first time anyone's ever said that to a guitarist. <laughs> <laughs> Season 3, 5 minute intro. 5 minute intro. <laughs> well, look, maybe I'll, I've said this before. Maybe I'll record the whole whole track of the... There's a whole track to it? Well, I would. I only really wrote that bit, and I haven't thought of anything else, but I probably should write the whole the rest of the song. Fe- what do you yeah. reckon? There we go. There you go. We'll do that when we have a season two break. That's right. That's God knows right. when that will be. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go for the world's, world record for the world's longest podcast. Uh, <laughs> what, like longest stream or like longest episode or longest time to do a podcast? I don't know. Don't, it's, I, I come up with the ideas and you make it work. To, or longest time to edit a podcast. <laughs> Is that something else we're going for the record for? Hey, my <laughs> editing skills and releasing them are always on time within the margin of error. Okay. <laughs> it's just I've got a pretty bloody big margin of error. That's very true. And I'm never late to anything. That's true. That's very I've true. Never, how many times have I been late to this podcast? Um, Once, actually. I was waiting in the car for you. <laughs> like, you're oh, rocking up still. But you did have a guest with you, so it was okay. Oh, okay. Fair yeah, enough. that's because it... I think Kira should do the introductions. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the We Only Do One Take podcast. It's episode 26, and uh, I hope you're doing well. Joining me, as always, is Mr. Turch. Thank you. Thank and, you. Uh, I think he's got a fresh haircut today. No, no, same old, just um, just, a, just uh, actually put some product in it this time. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah. Well, I washed my hair today. I'm very uh, impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, ladies. Get, move it along. Move it along. <laughs> It's uh, pretty pretty impressive, uh, though. Um, yeah, so welcome, welcome back. Thank you. It's uh, always a pleasure. It's always, always a pleasure to come back to the studio, and uh, under the lovely double candlelight. <laughs> I went. I I set an alarm. I and it, it went off at ten a.m. this morning, which was by light bulbs. I was going to say for all new viewers, we've been sitting. A uh, new listener, sorry. We've been sitting sitting in the dark with uh, a bunch of. Very bright. I'll give. I'll give Kieran this. Very bright uh, lamps, but it does feel like a like I'm in a mood like romantic restaurant. <laughs> I feel like this is week six of this. <laughs> at least, at yeah. least. Anyway, so you were saying you uh, you were going to you got you set an alarm for? Oh yeah, no, I set an alarm today, and then the alarm went off, which was like buy light bulbs. But I was out of whack because. <laughs> Some other things came up and my appointments got moved around, which brings me into my rant. Oh, beautiful. Um, my rant today is doctors who are late. Uh, doctors yes. are never on time. Now, I could understand in the afternoon they've been working all day. Yeah. They've had to deal with pe- people and their needs and you want that time and care in front mm. of your doctor and you know what? They're probably going to get two hours late. That's fine. Yep. That's fine. But when you're the first appointment of the day... <laughs> Yes. At 9am or 8.30, whenever they write, and you're sitting there and you're waiting and you're going, oh, geez, that doctor must be setting up. I don't see any other cars in the car park. I see like the receptionist car in my car, but, or maybe maybe the doctor rode in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And then when the doctor walks in 20 to 30 minutes after the initial appointment time <sighs> and strolls in and that's how he's going to start his day. Pretty slack. I think pretty slack. Now, as a doctor myself, yes, I'm all in favour of strolling in late, right? Because <laughs> I've got important shit to do. 
like drink coffee and and catch up on and emails not, and not work <laughs> and not work right but as a patient very I, frustrating very frustrating yeah, indeed yeah, yeah. and i i think that is disgraceful and in fact they should be paying us for the time that they're wasting yeah. Hang on, I'm going to set myself up see, with a precedent I w- there. I would love to. I yeah, know. <laughs> Ruined. Because <laughs> I'm, um, I'm never late to anything because I, <laughs> I don't know anyone anything. Um, I would love to see you write this do- other doctor a bill. <laughs> I charge per, like, like a lawyer, every 10 minutes. <laughs> that's every, how I charge. Every three minutes. Every three minutes. Jeez, yeah. There's a three minute phone call suddenly to 150 bucks. <laughs> Here's the bill. Here's the bill. I, I could actually see you doing that in the future. Like, you know, we'll be recording this podcast and mm. you just go, uh, Turch, here is the bill for um, <laughs> me talking to you. And I'll pass one right back that just says, yeah, that's for editing. <laughs> <laughs> Same price, funnily enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, that might happen one day. That's consultation fees. Consultation fees. Admin yeah. fees. Well, I'm in, man- photocopying I'm in project, fees. Uh, project management now, so, you know, <laughs> just one for another. But, you know, I had the same sort of issue with my, when I, I know, going back to my finger, but the same as my finger, I went, I had I said to the doctor, I want the first appointment, that way I can get the referral, go to the, uh, get the x-ray and come back. So I could be like straight off the bat, I'll, that way I have the whole day off. Mm-hmm. Instead of just the morning. Because, you know, I'm not going to go back into work once I go to the doctor's. Oh, no, of course. Got a doctor's yeah. Yeah. And yes, that's you know, a, a full day off. That's you need. a full day off, and uh, that's why I get the first appointment because mm-hmm. I don't want it to inhibit my day. Mm-hmm. And went in, same as yourself, first cab off the rank. Ten minute wait, <laughs> twenty minute wait. Like what the hell's going on here? And it was quicker for me to go in to get my X ray mm-hmm. and drive back than it was waiting for the doctor. These doctors, you uh, know, bloody lazy sometimes. I'll tell you what. But- all their study and that this is what we get. This is what we get. <laughs> Actually, I shouldn't. I shouldn't really like criticize the doctors because we'll need them one day. Um, Be my own doctor. Pardon. <laughs> Be my own doctor. <laughs> that's why I have you. <laughs> I have a nurse on call and I'm ready to go. That's that's all I need. On your Alice. That's, that's Alice, what, isn't it? That's Alice. Yeah. yeah Alice, who I believe is. Send in Durant for later today. Well, we'll, we'll have to have a, we'll have to have a listen. But we did get some more. I did ask around. I've been yep. a bit working very hard, and it's funny. Like some people, like oh yeah, I'll get back to you and this and that. But some people, like I'm on it. Like I've, whew. they've had their rants ready for weeks. Yeah, they, and you know what? You can just really tell. Like they're real passionate about it. And I actually got one response. Uh, you know, when I when when we listen to the rants and after the uh, at the end there. I'll, do, I'll do you know what I reckon we'll do? Right, I reckon. Some smart people will be like stuff Kieran and Turch yeah, and their yeah. podcast. They'll just go straight to the end of the podcast. Yeah. So maybe we've got to intersect some rants. No, no, no. In I between, li- I like it at the end because it's like you know it's something to people look forward to. There's a rant at the start and there's rants at the end. I think that's a really good way. And then some news in the middle. I think that's a real. <laughs> I think that's the way the real news should do it. Like you know, just a real newscast. Go, oh fucking we, shit. We are the real news. We are the real news. We yeah, are yeah, the yeah, real yeah. news. Take that, the project. Oh. the project. Yeah, imagine if the project was as funny as we are, mm. uh, it would actually get ratings. <laughs> In your face, Waleed. <laughs> oh, we should have Waleed as a guest. I would, you know what? I don't like him because really? he went to a rival school to the high school that we went to. Mm, he, and? And I just think it's one of those things that you never... So, because he went to the rival school yeah you hate his guts we hate his guts and he also went oh, to the collective a- we we hate yeah, his guts yeah. and well i we yes we hate your guts but he also went to a university that uh is very pretentious oh melbourne uh, yeah he went there 
So we don't like him for many a reasons. Okay. Yeah. Um, that all right. That's fair. your enemies are my enemies. <laughs> well, it's po- it's it's uh, Waleed, Pornhub, and Spotify at the moment. So we're having a really good time. Can we get a can we get a Spotify Pornhub update? I nothing. I I've been busy this week. I've been trying to finish off some works. So I do start a new role very soon at my my actual work. All I'm so, hearing is excuses. Yeah, it's excuses. But I did contact uh, SoundCloud to see if they could help us out. So they haven't gotten back to me yet, but I have sent a message and I'll let you know. Later on. But you know what, Kieran, we were talking about not too long ago, I think it was on the last episode, you said you'd really loved to be a lawyer because you think you would find there would be some really, really funny cases. Did I say that? I think you said that. Okay. Like, you know, it'd be really interesting, like, you know, the life of a lawyer. If, so I, sa- if I said that, I believe you. Yeah, you did. You did. I think it was episode 20. Yeah, last episode, 25. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, how's this one? Penis measured in New Zealand indecency trial. Okay. <laughs> Penis measured in... Yeah. Indecency trial. Yes. So David Scott uh, has pleaded not guilty to rubbing his genitals against a female council staff at a function last year. Okay. The woman said that the object she felt touched her back was 10 to 12 centimetres long. In a highly unusual move, Judge Peter Hobbs then allowed Scott's doctor to take the 72-year-old to the court's holding cell Mm -hmm. to measure his penis... With a wooden ruler, flaccid or erect? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't say. Because if it goes from, you know, if he was in the pool, is that what you're kind of saying? Like it could be a bit smaller than what? This is not a valid. (laughs) This is what you're worried about, not the sexual (laughs) potential sexual harassment, but the fact that he's not getting his member. Measured in the most accurate way. Yes, I just like the fact he's seventy-two years old. Hang on, I've, got, have to, I've got I've got an issue with the article. So which bit on her back? Yeah. So she's saying, was it upper back, lower back? Because was she sitting? Were they standing? Like what? What? I don't know. It just uh, so Scott's defense argues that the complaint, uh, the uh, uh, the uh, the complainant who's not been named, felt his wallet accidentally touched her as he moved past. But the accuser said the offending object pressed into her back could not have been a wallet, phone, or insulin kit, and was <laughs> in fact kit. <laughs> was in fact male genitalia. And the trial did so. Like you're going on, like you know they're going to measure it, and it's under. I want to know how she knows it's ten to twelve centimeters. Well, it's because I think girls don't know size. First of all, okay, but that that's a, that's a rant for a different day. <laughs> you know. Are we actually no? no we pro- no. Well, sorry, we proved that with the dildo testing experiment. The people didn't know the sizes whatsoever. <laughs> we had six inch dildos, and the girls are going, "Oh, eight, ten? They didn't know the sizes. And then, uh, and I, but, I like but, the fact she knows exactly what a male genitalia feels like on her back in comparison to a wallet and a phone and an insulin kit. How way- many insulin kits were <laughs> rubbing up against this woman's back for her to know what that feels like in comparison to a dick? Sorry, the research brain in me is going, you know what, in court, let's trial this a number of different occasions <laughs> with a number of different variables. Yes. So we need different size insulin kits, different sizes wallets. We need to. We need different size penises to rub up against her. We need to prove this. We need. She needs to be getting it. Correct, more yeah. than more than fifty percent of the time, more than guessing. But but you, but going back to what you said, you're right. What what's happening that something like that is rubbing up against her back? Sorry, but how is the fact that the doctor used a wooden ruler? How hang on, how is that valid? I don't know. But 
I mean, he could have been erect when he when he brushed past her, right? True. Or he could have been flaccid. There's so many variables. There, this <laughs> is just... This is a real good case. We, this, <laughs> 250 grand consultation fees, we'll take it on. I am not looking at this 72-year-old man's willy. I'm not measuring it flaccid and then not flaccid <laughs> for comparison. And then rubbing it up against things Church, to see the you, mark. Church, we'll charge the consultation fees. We'll pay someone to do that. Right, yeah. right. So we're getting a third-party doctor, like a Dr. Nick Riviera, to sort of measure it. Yeah, it's 17 inches. Oh, it's a big one. Like, like that's what's happening here. Yeah, we'll and then Dr. Hibbert comes and goes, oh, no, it's, you know. <laughs> yeah, we'll pay them 10 grand. We'll pocket, you know, 240 grand, and, and life is great. That's pretty good. Yeah. I, can't, I still can't believe this is going to court. Oh, he brushes my... D- All right, whip it out, buddy boy. Let's do it. Take it to the back. Get your, get, And it's his doctor as well. It's his doctor. <laughs> yes. Has the has the prosecution put up their own doctor? Well, that's... No, no. So it says here, they're not allowed Scott's doctor. So the doctor could actually walk out there and go, yeah, it's like 18 inches. <laughs> <laughs> you have to believe the doctor, don't you? <laughs> like, and then, otherwise, they're going to go, oh, we're going to get another doctor. So and then another doctor has to come in and measure the guy's junk. But they also need to take into account the room temperature. Yeah. Because there could be shrinkage. This is what I'm saying. We need like multiple doctors with multiple measuring apparatuses with multiple and multiple times of the day measuring this man's penis to even prove the fact that it was the size that she's stating. He could have had Mentos in his pocket. Or an insulin kit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to admit though that if you can't tell the difference between a phone and a dick, like brushing up against you i don't know I, I don't think i would be able to be able to tell i think we got to experiment with this okay well we'll get a whole <laughs> <laughs> you're the scientist <laughs> you get the you set up the experiment and i will get the people <laughs> hey. i was gonna make you be the participant but okay yeah oh look they can people can rub their dicks up against season my finale back. will do it all right season people finale. can rub their dicks up against my back but <laughs> but you have to measure them <laughs> For, no, 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 no. For no. accuracy and clarity and take photos. No, no. As a researcher, it's got to be double blind. I've just got to set it up and then <laughs> leave the room. So do we need a nurse to come and measure the penises? I or think, do we need a doctor? I think we need You're both. the only doctor I know. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in. No, 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 no. Doctors, doctors are more prestigious than uh, nurses. Yes, so yes, the yes. nurse can do it. <laughs> Poor nurse. They have to measure your penis. <laughs> hey, talking about penises... Yes, Pornhub has released some interesting stats. What, that they don't like Jabari's story? (laughs) (laughs) Well, interesting. Harry and Meghan's royal wedding was not too long ago. Yes, yes, yes. And I I know people people are still talking about it, but Pornhub released some very interesting information. And it goes that Pornhub Insights revealed that searches for Meghan Markle shot up by 2,208%. Wow. <laughs> yes, 2,000. Um, uh, During the wedding or just in general? Just before the wedding and just after the wedding. <laughs> so their normal traffic showed that when the wedding was being broadcast, that in England, Pornhub traffic dropped by 21%. Wow. that's uh, So... When Fortnite goes down, more people jump on than people that than the spike that dropped when people were watching the royal wedding. Yes, that is very sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, America dropped by six percent. Oh, that makes sense. They don't 
They don't really, really care. care. And France had the biggest drop with 23%. That's a bit surprising because I would have thought that France, like France and England do have a bit of a, like a fight. Don't like, they don't really like each other. Is that maybe just rumour? But that, I thought they didn't like each other. So why would they be watching the royal wedding? Because they have their own royals, don't the French? Don't know, but they were, they were, they oh, were watching. watching. Mm. That, well, we, hang on, their, their porn dropped. We don't know that they were watching. True. True. The correlation does not mean causation. <laughs> causation. Yeah. Um, Prince Harry has also gone up by a hundred and uh, sorry, hundred and eighty-seven percent. That's pretty good. Before and after the wedding. Uh, who, who, I don't know who. It so was. people just want to see Markle. So obviously it's just guys wanting to have a wank over her. Yep. And Prince and Princess searches have gone up by about two hundred percent. Wow, more than Prince Harry by himself. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. So, there you go. I thought some very interesting facts. I didn't. Megan Markle, like, didn't she do like a nude shoot for something or like a swimsuit shoot for something? I think there's uh, photos of her in her swimwear. Yeah, I, I thought that, like, because she's, she's an actor. Yeah. Like, I think she's actually done, like, nude scenes before. Oh, probably. So maybe people just uploaded those and people having a bit of a bit of a gander naked at the, you know, at the, uh, at the new, I guess, princess. Is she a princess, technically? I don't even know. I don't know. She's part of the royal family. She does royal things. It's and... kind of funny now because, like, Ivanka, Tr- uh, Ivanka Trump. Yeah. No, Melania Trump. Yes, he's, Melania he's, Trump. He's, he's, his wife. Yeah. Um, has done, like, nude shoots for things. She was a supermodel before she became, you know, his, his wife and stuff like that. And the, obviously the first lady. So she's got naked pictures of her. And people are like, oh, this is an outrage. How can the first lady have ne- nude photos of her around on... On a, She's worth like billions of dollars. Yeah, Who gives yeah. a fuck? Yeah, yeah. And then, but now one of the princesses of England <laughs> also has, <laughs> also has naked photos of her or something like or swimsuit suit model swimsuit. We there. live in the twenty first century. Good yeah. on her. I mean, Facebook was asking for our dick pics not too long ago. Did you see that article? No. But ba- oh, basic thing is, they said send us your pictures of your penis and and nude bits. So yeah. if someone does do like that revenge porn on you. We can compare it and block it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I posted on the Instagram and it's like, and he does this really scary photo of Mark Zuckerberg. And it's, wow. it's like really, really. That's hilarious. Really average. Really average. I think I could be a royal. Oh, it can't be that hard. I could. You waste taxpayers' money. I, I, I'm doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I could do it. I, um, I'm good at lunches and dinners. Yeah. Um, Gotta wear a different suit every day, though. That's fine. I'm sure that's provided by someone. Someone dresses me. Mm. I don't have to do much. Don't actually have to say much. It's true. Bloody hell, I could do that. I think it was ages ago, and maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure someone can find the quote that Prince Charles was like big on eugenics, like ages ago. He said something about it that implied eugenics. It was mm. really scary. Ooh. Maybe I'll find it. Maybe a bit of a conspiracy theory sort of thing, but maybe it is. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. Okay. But I'll have a look for it. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Kieran? Fact, yes? You know what time it's nearly? In about 16 days when this when this recording sort of release is going to be released? You know, what, you know what's going to happen in about 16 days? Oh, I can tell you. I know what's going to happen in 16 days. What is that? Elon Musk is finally going to take his people to Mars. Oh, no. But he's starting his own... Gonna start his own media empire. Did you see that? No. Yeah, full on. He's been like red pilled as shit. He's like totally against the media. That's really funny. Fantastic. Look at look at some of his Twitter things. But the big thing happening in sixteen days. 
is the FIFA 2018 World Cup, baby. It's on. We're watching as many games as we can, or I am anyway. Well, we're going to commentate those games. You want to? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. Don't don't tempt me, buddy boy. We will commentate. Yeah, Yeah. I will absolutely do that. But I thought I'd bring in a couple of World Cup stories. The first one is about an old World Cup thing that happened in the 1966. So in 1966, it was the first and only time and the only time ever that England will win the World Cup. In the history of the World Cup, that's the only time it'll ever happen again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and back then, the World Cup came to England. It was actually held in England. Um, and then they lost the actual trophy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and no Could one... Could you just imagine, right? <laughs> I could, that would be like, let's say I was born back in 1966, whenever it was. Right, Kieran, you got one job. Look after the trophy. Yeah, yeah. No worries, I'll do that. Night, gone. Night before, get shit-faced. Yeah, gone. Wake up in the morning. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so the 52-year-old mystery who stole the World Cup has been solved. because, like, So apparently no one knew who, found, no, who knew who stole it or anything like that. After the nephew of the gangland robber claimed his uncle nicked it for the thrill. Oh, good on him. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe not good on him, but... So they broke into the Methodist Central Hall in Westminster, uh, Cent- uh, Westminster Central London, London, and ran off with with the trophy. Um, he took so this guy who what's his name? Gary Kuglia. 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 <laughs> then took the secret to his grave after when he died of cancer in two thousand five. But did tell his nephew and some of his close other close family members. So really <laughs> Wait, does that mean they now get arrested because they know? Well, no, because actually, it's conspiracy it, cause, to cause a like crime. Because the, the trophy was actually found, mm. and it was found a little bit late because like he just tossed it apparently in a bush, mm. and a dog found it. <laughs> <laughs> this is all true. So the the dog uh, found it. The dog's name was Pickles. Um, yeah, it was ultimately found by the street by uh, Pickles the dog seven days after the theft on March twenty seven. There's a picture of Pickles here. Who uh, what earned the cash prize for finding the World Cup? It's it's a pretty cool, <laughs> a pretty cool story. Oh, well done, Pickles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so it was held by you know Bobby Moore and stuff like that, and um, pretty exciting time for England. But again, that'll be the first and only time England ever wins the World Cup, at least in my lifetime. When will Australia win the World Cup? Well, I don't. If we're going to talk about some odds and betting and this and that, I would put my money on either Germany or France this year. Yeah, but I said Australia. Australia, I would say... Given uh, enough time, anything is possible. Oh, absolutely, except for England. We may not be humans. The species <laughs> might have evolved so much that we may not be the recognisable uh, humans. I would, You know what? Even this World Cup here, I think in the group stage, we've actually got a decent group. Like I think it's like Chile and there's another uh, the two teams. I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, but I think we've got a good chance of progressing into the top 16. Mm-hmm. I don't. Depending on who we play from the top sixteen, I don't. I don't think we'll progress from there. But I think we'll do quite well in in, uh, in this World Cup, as long as as long as the team is looking pretty good. And I think the team's looking quite good. We've got a few youngsters in there, so in the next like you know two or three World Cups, we'll hopefully progress a little bit further than the top sixteen, because that's how uh, as far as we ever got. Okay. In the World Cup. Well, in exciting news, yeah, yeah, talking about sport in the NBA, yeah, which I haven't watched today, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know, anyway, I heard Lebr- LeBron did pretty well. We're going into the we're going into the uh, into the finals now. It's going to be between 
The Golden State Warriors. Yep. They kicked the Rockets' ass 4-3. Yep. And it's going to be um, Cleveland, the Cleveland Cavaliers. So it's going to be LeBron James. Yeah, Le- I, LeBron. They played this morning against Boston, I think, or something like Boston that. Boston Celtics. Yeah, yeah, and they just beat them, and they also won four three. They were like uh, on even. Yeah. going into this game, which was so like, it's going like, to be it's going to be fucking amazing. And I'm going to be. By the way, if the game is on when we record, there's no podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, it's all right, it's all right. I understand. Same as the World Cup games, I'm very excited. Sadly, Italy is not in the World Cup this year. Uh, we lost our spot to Sweden. <laughs> oh, no way. Very, Sweden? Sweden are very good at soccer. Thank you very much. Really? Yeah. No way. Yeah, very unfortunate. So, you know how this, you know how, because there's special now of, of us watching the World Cup. Yeah. And so, there's going to be me going, so, wh- why was that offside? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and you're a woman. That's and, right. And yeah. who's that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> and why are they doing that? Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. I'll, I'll, I'll teach you the ways, my son. At 90% of it's not even going to be about soccer. No, no. Sounds about right. It's going to be great. And then it's just me telling you to shut up and grow a set of balls. But I thought I'd bring in actually, <laughs> apart from a bit of a history lesson and about the World Cup, I thought I'd bring in a, another soccer story okay. about a player that something something exciting is happening with the player. Dad, do you know who Ronaldinho is? Ronald who? Ronaldinho. He's a Brazilian soccer player. Um, I think his last World Cup was the 2000 and... 10 World Cup, I think. Oh, Microwave Ronald. (laughs) Yeah, I know him. Oh, look, he's considered to be one of the most talented, naturally gifted players in history. And he's the one that really started, like, um, all those, all those, like, doing soccer tricks, like juggling and putting things on, like, you know, hitting the ball up and landing on the back of your neck and doing all those, like, tricks. Like, you know, apart from Pele back in the day and a lot of the other, like, Raul and stuff like that. He really began doing these really complex tricks on the pitch and showing that you could dribble around players and show amazing footwork and ama- amazing ball control on the pitch. Around so when players. are you going to marry him? Oh, look, I've always loved him. And he's actually one of my one of my idols when I used to play indoor soccer mm. because that's how he started. And that's how he got such good okay. control and stuff like that. And, and when's the wedding? <sighs> Not soon enough, buddy. But funnily, <laughs> enough, but funnily enough, you say wedding because... Former Brazilian soccer player Ronald, uh, Ronaldinho plans to marry two women at a wedding ceremony in August to form a rare three-person ne- ne- civil union in Rio de Janeiro uh, coming up. You can do this because of the technicality, which is if a man marries a woman, a man can't marry another woman. But if a woman marries a man and then another woman marries the man, that same man, you can marry two people. <laughs> like you can technically be married to two people. Well, uh, Ronaldinho has told Brazilian outlet uh, media outlets that he's adept to polygamy when he started me, uh, dating his first girlfriend. But polygamy, uh, polygamy is illegal in Brazil and punishable by up to six years in prison. <laughs> but a wedding ceremony to two women, one that uh, one that the court could, uh, wouldn't count as two official marriages, presents a different case. And this is exactly what you're saying. The ceremony is still expected to happen. I don't think they would ever put this gentleman in prison because he did win them a World Cup. Yeah, not going to happen. It's never going to happen. People will be rioting in the streets if he's putting. Oh himself. yeah, absolutely. And he, like you know, this one of those. Plus, guys. it can also be a spiritual wedding where he well, marries, it, technically well, marries one and has a spiritual. Yeah. But the wedding ceremony, which one that wouldn't count as two official marriages, presents a different case. So there you go. So it's not actually, but it's pretty interesting. Again, he's uh, if anyone hasn't checked out Ronaldinho, um, I recommend. And you like soccer, or if you're interested in sport. And you want to see what people can do with the soccer ball? He's 
Oh, or they could go to Bangkok and see what they can do with the soccer. No, that's ping pong balls, isn't it? No, it's ping pong balls, buddy. Subtly different game (laughs) and subtly different piece of equipment being used to manipulate the balls. (laughs) Well, talking about balls. Hang on. I've got to try and think of how to segue this. Mm -hmm. Um, Talking about balls. This man has none. Really? Judge or... (laughs) Wow. Wow, jeez. I'm glad you did that one. Can't all be singers. <laughs> uh, round two of the bingo cards. Does Kieran get a segue? <laughs> Does he nail a segue? Well, that that can be up to the CEO to make, I think. <laughs> Judge orders 30-year-old man to move out of his parents' house already. Oh, I did see this. You I've been ca- keeping up with something like this. Uh, well, you live at home, don't you? I do at the moment. Have your parents tried to, you know, get a court order for you to move out? No, mainly because I own investment properties and then I am looking to buy a new place. <laughs> it's sort of weird, like, you know, when people go, oh, you shouldn't move out. I'm like, yeah, but I own investment properties. So now I'm all right. <laughs> Have your parents sent you any letters saying that you need to move out? Um, I'm actually trying to get out quicker than my parents. Uh, see, my mom's Italian. So she wants to keep me there for as long as she possibly can. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> it's lovely, you know, empty, you know. No, I go to, it's like, a He's a beautiful boy. And, uh, yeah, but I'm trying to get out as quick as bloody possible. It's pretty disgusting. But anyway, what is this? I, I heard about this guy. He's he, 30 years old. His parents sent him numerous notices asking him to move out and even gave him money to find a new place. Two parents in New York will finally get to know what emptiness syndrome feels like. On Tuesday, Michael Rotondo, 30 was ordered by the state Supreme Court <laughs> Justice Donald Greenwood to move out of his parents' house after living there rent-free for yep. eight years. Yep. Christina and Mark Rotondo uh, of Camalias near Saracus, I don't know how to pronounce it. Anyway, sent their son numerous eviction notices and even gave him $1,100 US to help him find a new place. Despite being taken to court, Michael still didn't get the hint. While in court, Rotondo refused to directly speak to his parents and argued with Greenwood for a half an <laughs> argued with the judge for half an hour <laughs> that he was entitled to an additional six months before eviction, citing a legal case he found on the internet that appeared to back his claim. <laughs> Greenwood reportedly praised Rotondo's legal argument, but sided with his parents and ordered him to move out, calling his demand for six more months outrageous. Rotondo fired back, calling the judge orders outrageous. He plans to appeal the decision. <laughs> I actually saw this article and I was going to bring it in as well and thought, oh, maybe this, it's just not enough. And then I watched the interviews he did with a few media outlets, yes, including CNN. Now, did you watch the CNN interview? No. The lady basically get it, it looked like it, it like you know he's not look. I wouldn't say he's an attractive looking guy, and I would say he's a pretty nerdy looking guy. And he's probably not comfortable talking to women. Mm-hmm. And that really came across in the uh, interview with CNN because it was an attractive... We'll post it. We'll post I'll it. I'll have to. Because yeah. it's like an attractive, like, female host. Like, a, you know, and she must be like, you know, mid you know, early 30s, mid 30s sort of thing. Very attractive, this and that. And you could just tell, like, he just had no idea how to talk to her. <laughs> and he's really funny. And he's just like... Oh, they, they, they shouldn't kick me out because it's, you know, it's not the right time. And and I have a few- Dude, you're 30. And it goes on. It's, I think that, something in the article is like, dude, go get a job. Like, Yeah, because that's another thing. They're like, have you ever looked for a job? And he's just like, oh, no, I've got other things in the works. I have a feeling that, oh, 
I have a feeling that he's invested heavily in cryptocurrency <laughs> and suddenly he's not got as much money as he thought because it went down by like what? It went down, like it lost like 50 to 60% of its value in the last like six months or something like that. Did it? Yeah, that was a big, it went up over de- like December, January. Yeah, there was a huge peak. A huge peak. And now it's got, it's, yeah, it's like, Everything's about fifty percent less. Yeah, especially it's, bi- a, it's especially, a bubble. Yeah, especially Bitcoin and stuff like that. But it's like any investment; you just gotta either ride it out or this and that. And I think he's expecting six months more, maybe of Bitcoin or something like that to go to go off. But and then make his millions and do bugger all. Yeah, basically. Mm. Is that pay capital gains tax? It's always a pain in the ass. Really? Oh no, you don't, do you? Yeah, yeah it's, it's an investment. Yeah, but it's unregulated. How can the government? How can the government get your unregulated money? Uh, as soon as you convert it from um, that, if you spend it as Bitcoin, that's fine. Mm. If you get it back into your bank account, then yeah. But what if you're like overseas when you do it? It doesn't matter. Yeah, but you get it in like US dollars and then you come back to Australia with like US dollars and you're like, I'll put this in the bank. Um, this is money I won in Vegas. Yeah, true. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. There's probably a way around it. I'm just saying as a general sort of thing. Uh, they're actually being really big this financial year auditing people, trying to find them if they actually have invested in cryptocurrency and stuff like that. Because a lot of people obviously got out when it hit like 21000 22000 Australian dollars per Bitcoin. And- I, I'm actually a huge fan of cryptocurrency. It's pretty interesting. But I feel like we're still like we're still way too early in the piece. I've got 200 bucks in it and I've lost 100 <laughs> Which is fine. I mean, you got to invest in something but, stupid but, like that to try. But, but, oh, yeah, 200 bucks is nothing, though, to, yeah. lose, to lose money on. But I, I feel like it's way too it's 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 way too early in the piece. Like it's it's we'll, we we're moving to a digital digitalist. Sorry, we're moving to not having any actual yep. currency. Yep. But I still don't think cryptocurrency is easy enough to um. Not yet. Not yet. To, to like pay people or transfer. No, that's right. And once once it is available, I mean, look, they just in Australian banks, they only just got that direct mm. direct transfer stuff. What the last? Oh. We're being banged at. Uh, we'll be back after these short messages. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Lynx Body, Body Spray Black. Oh, um, ladies. Yes. Kieran is uh, still single. <laughs> it is, uh, it's in a black can. Uh, it looks, because it's extremely flammable. Mind you, back in my days at high school, I would used to, you know, get the lighter and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, so that's or spray fun. it into uh, oh, smoke detectors. That works too. Oh. Makes it go off. Did you do that at school? I think a few people did it at camp, but it was pretty funny. Okay, fair yeah. enough. That's Link's Body Spray Black. So going on with the guy who is being kicked out by his parents. Yes. He, from the CNN interview, mm. he went on to Alex Jones' show right. to discuss this. Okay. And it is a fantastic interview. I'm not sure <laughs> if he realizes that he's on the losing side of the public. <laughs> like, the public do not, um, like, there is no sympathy for him. It's pretty bad. It, yeah. it, I don't think he's going to win any sympathy. But again, he went on to the Alex Jones show and talked about it. And that's also, I reckon that's an even funnier interview because it goes for an hour. <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> oh, dude, you're going to have to post that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch that. It's, I, I couldn't even get through the first 10 minutes without laughing my head off. It's fantastic. But then Alex Jones at the end gives him three grand. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> three grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. By the way, like... I don't know if you. How many people watched it? It would have been at least a hundred and something thousand. Oh, you should have asked for more than three grand. Well, I don't, 
I don't think he was asking for anything. I think Alex Jones just asked him to come on. Yeah. And he said yes. And that's just how it worked. Bloody brilliant. Oh, why not? Well, uh, there you go. Um, move out of your home, kids. Move out of your parents' home. So, Sesame Street are suing some people. <laughs> Sorry, what? Sesame Street is are suing hmm. people. Okay. But Sesame Street is like for kids and kids Yes. Love- but the, the producers of Sesame Street are suing. Oh, like the money makers of Sesame yeah, Street. Yeah, that's right. There and sometimes headlines are better when you just enjoy them. Okay. And the headline for this mm. was made me stop work more than usual. <laughs> and it was because- hang, on, hang on a second. Were you actually working when you found I, this look, article? Let's not get bogged down in details, <laughs> Kieran. <laughs> or were you like, this is a great article. I've got to take the rest of the day off. Pretty much. Yeah. And it was, Sesame Street producers are suing the puppet jizz movie. Uh, sorry, <laughs> say that again. Are suing yeah. what? Oh, see? And now you want to take the rest of the day off. <laughs> Sesame Street producers are suing the puppet jizz movie. What the fuck is yeah. a puppet jizz movie? So in a lawsuit, a not- uh, notable mostly for once again walking with the wrong wish. The evocative phrase puppet jizz in the headline Variety report that the Sesame Street Workshop, the company that produces and owns the rights to Sesame Street, is suing Melissa McCarthy's new R-rated uh, comedy, The Happy Time Murders, over its advertisement campaign. Specifically, the non-profit organization seems angry at the film's taglines, No Sesame or Street, which it contends is likely to confuse fans into thinking that the vulgar project is somehow affiliated with the Beloved educational brand. Oh. Yeah. So it's not actually about, like, so the film, obviously, that Melissa McCarthy's doing is obviously, mm. it does have Muppets in it. Yeah. Or Muppet type characters in it. And it's, I think, just read, I think, just reading it, the article, it's actually got, it's actually owned by, it's actually owned by certain parts of, of, of some of the Sesame Street brand. Mm. Or, you know, but, uh, yeah, they've actually got puppet jizz and stuff like that in it because of its... Because that's the kind... It's like this rude comedy. I know! This is the thing I could I take the rest of the day off. I wanted to see more of this puppet jizz. What is... I guess this is like... I want to know how they, you know, do the puppet jizz. Like, is uh, it... I think it's going to be like... What's that one? Is um, it Silly String? <laughs> No, I'm thinking more like uh, Team America World Police. It just, uh, it, just like, yeah. yeah like, like. <laughs> Do you know, you know, it took me a number of years, uh, like I think it was like five years later after Team America World Police came out that I was watching it again and I was like, that is why it's called World Police. Yeah. Because of America is like, tries well, to be the World yeah, police. police. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw like the fact that there's like the Film Actors Guild, which is fag, <laughs> and that's exactly what's happening. Like, it's almost like, <laughs> Parody to what exactly is happening now, like you know, yeah. it like you know all these celebrities like protecting migrants and trying to not to sexually harass each other, but all they do is don't care about migrants and just yeah. do it for their own personal gain and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I'm very excited. So I think we should see this new R-rated comedy, The Happy Time Murders. 
Because it does have Melissa McCarthy, who I actually think is quite funny. Happy time. So is this a movie? It's a movie. So we could actually... It's R rated. It. Oh, well, I'm going to have to review it, do it then. Yeah, we'll have to go see it. Uh, we'll have a hot date together. It'll be what, fun. What cinemas do they show it in? I don't know yet, but I will find... Because well, if first, I'm not getting good leg room... That's important. Well, maybe we'll have to do gold class. We'll do a gold class... Viewing of the Puppet Jizz movie, if you're interested. Excellent. That sounds uh, bring brilliant. Bring your own Kleenex, it says down the bottom. Here. Bring your own Kleenex. Going. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. But yeah, very interesting. So they're going to... The lawsuit makes it clear that Sesame isn't looking to shut down the movie. Uh, just to put a little more distance between its uh, violence, drug use, and the gallons of felt semen and its own products who the kids love the most. So there you go, felt semen. I want an update on this law law uh, <laughs> lawsuit. This is the second lawsuit article. I didn't even mean to bring two lawsuit articles in today, but there two. you go. Well, I've got Trump watch. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, oh, yeah. Wow. Oh. Whoa. Bum bum bum. Boo boo boo. Phew, phew. Bing bing bing. Boom. Trump watch is on me this week. Hey. Um, but uh, oh, sorry, but it's not. It's not necessarily related to Trump. It's like my one, yes, like last week. It was more about Howard Stern. Than- it, it's in the essence of Trump. Yeah. A bag of wet socks is apparently living in the White House press briefing room. <laughs> uh, who, is this CNN? <laughs> MSNBC. <laughs> hear me out, hear me out. The formerly wet bag of socks has become crusty, tweeted a reporter who thrice spotted the socks. A mysterious... Not once, but twice. But thrice. <laughs> a mysterious bag of socks of an unknown degree of dampness <laughs> has been reportedly wandering around the White House press briefing room. Uh, Saga Injeti... Inj- I don't know how you pronounce that. One and done, mate. One and done. Uh, whose Twitter handle... Oh, who cares about that? Is a White House correspondent for the Daily Caller. Oh, there we go. The, da- the Daily Caller... It's know- not the greatest... I would not recommend going to the daily. Co- I haven't even heard of them before. Well, you know, anyway, the socks appear dirty and enclosed in a plastic bag. Five days later, uh, Jetty was back in the briefing room and shared another snapshot of the socks. While the location of the socks in the room had shifted the second time around, they remained sealed and what appeared to be in the original bag. Journalists have a nice way of explaining absolutely fuck all. You know what I like I like about this the most is that he's obviously blaming Trump for this. <laughs> and this is not Trump's fault at all because this is obviously like you know, he's obviously got like a cleaner mm. and a maid and, and someone to like do his laundry for him. It's like Trump and Melania don't go off and do oh it's laundry day, it's Sunday, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they have people that they do it. So the person that is meant to do this job has missed this for three days and he's going Trump can't clean his socks. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible, terrible president. Terrible president. This is Can't what's keep really, the White House this, briefing room this clean. Is, this is what's going to get him down. Or this could just be another elaborate joke that Trump is playing on everyone. Because he does that. Do you know, I'm really enjoying the politics between um, Trump and Kim Jong-un. Isn't it the greatest thing it ever? It is. They're, they're going to fucking meet, right? But they're both, they're both making it so theatrical. <laughs> oh, President Trump has called it off. No, they're meeting again. Ooh. I think Kim Jong-un's called it off, but they're meeting again. <laughs> and it's like, it all happens within 24 hours and about three tweets. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, little rocket man. And little, ah. Uh, uh, the the, uh, uh, the theatrics know, of this is bloody amazing. I, someone, it is keeping me so entertained. Someone pointed out to me that... Um, Obama said that he they would never be able to meet the president of uh, North Korea ever, 
and in like and then in a bunch of tweets and mockery Trump is going to meet up with him. Like, it's it's almost surreal. Like, it al- he's almost tricked everybody into doing what, exactly what he wants. I think he's a genius. Oh, I it's really, fantastic. I really do. I really think... I, I don't know I don't know whether I like the guy or hate the guy, but I think I think he's a genius. I And one of those facts is the amount he didn't pay for advertisements... No. And the amount of money that, you know, if you put all the time he was on air... And how much that would have I th- cost. I think it like... And the airtime he got yeah, was... Because he, he would just he would just go and do his big rallies. And all the media, media journalists would just go and film his rallies and put mm. it on the TV and go, oh, he said this. When, like, in context of what he actually said. This is like that article I brought in last time. Mm. Like, you know, in context of what he was saying around it, it was fine. But just that, like, you know, the media just looking for that... Oh, that eight-second sound soundbite. Bite. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That soundbite sounds horrible, and then you put it in context. Like, actually, that's pretty, pretty much a normal. Like the whole thing recently. Like he's just called uh, that MG13 gang, like that that Mexican um, like gang over there, and they've been transporting drugs and and raping people and and stuff like that. And he called them all animals. Yeah. Right. Okay. And the media's like, oh, he's called all Mexicans animals. And then the White House goes, are you guys re- like, are you guys not hearing what he called that gang who rape women and transport drugs animals. <laughs> yeah. And for that, he gets not even one news cycle. He gets three, mm-hmm. which just shows like, and then because the White House corrected him, that's uh, Sarah Huckabee. Sarah who, Huckabee, yeah. Who is incredible. Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Huckabee Sanders. Huckabee right. Sanders. She's got a hyphen. She is... The best thing, because she just comes on there and they can't really bag her too much because she's a woman. Yeah. <laughs> and it's great because they're like, I'll be back a woman, it's real bad. And she just comes out and tells it like it is and she's fantastic. But you're right, like the, the news articles, news journalists have been really hard on him. Mm. Oh, yeah. And, it, and it's to the point, not to the point where it's unfair, but he's like knows how to spin it in a way that gets him, gets him on TV and he doesn't care if it's good publicity or bad pub- publicity. Because at the end of the day, as long as people are watching him, people are more likely to watch him again. And mm. if they are, all he needs to do is one or two good things and people can side with him. Uh, I, I, I'm really looking forward to the next presidential election. Very exciting. It is going to be just... Uh, a the, shit show. The shit show. Nine months leading show. up to it. Oh, I cannot yeah. wait. Yeah, it's going to be a complete shit show. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, what article do you have for us, Church? Well, you know, the ages ago, I was telling you about the Emu War of Australia. Yes. The, and you didn't believe me. The Emu War, yes. Go, Can you, you just remind our listeners? Yeah, and so, so me in the 1940s, the Australia. Oh, yes, that one. 1920s, sorry. Australia, 1920s, 1930s. Australia lost its only time it's ever lost a war, and it was against a bunch of uh, the biggest <laughs> flightless bird in the world, which is the Emu, which is native to Australia. And 500 men lost to the emus. Yeah. So basically, there was too many emus. They needed to cull them. And then they got out their guns and all this sort of stuff. They actually sent the army 500. And they lost. And they lost, yeah. And they lost. Yeah. That's a real thing that happened to Australia. We're a very proud people. And if there's anything <laughs> that we've learned, send the emus over to war. So anyway, Emu War 2. Emu War 2, yep. It started. Okay. 
And uh, is it in Queensland? No. So this time, the emu moths Northern are causing Territory. chaos for farmers and residents in the in a mid north South Australian town of Petersburgh. A mid. Hang on, hang on. A mid. <laughs> North, <laughs> South, Town. No, How mid- do you get a mid North, know. South Town? Mid North, South Australian Town. Oh, sorry, right. <laughs> sorry. I've got to enunciate. I'm very good at that today. Can you tell? Uh, so mobs of emus are prowling the streets of the mid North town of Petersburg, uh, Petersburg. Sorry, as low rainfall sees them descend to forage for food and water. Mm. So the uh, the mayor has mm-hmm. come out and says we have hundreds and hundreds of emus around at the moment. There was something like 80 on the school oval one day this week. <laughs> 80 on the school oval. <laughs> How crazy is that? Um, yeah. So at the local council of development, the regulatory services officer, Lawrence Heath, is on the front line in keeping the town's emus safe. So this guy's on the other side. He says, it's bizarre seeing them wandering around the streets, not giving a hoot. <laughs> This is the most Australian thing ever. So, yeah, so they're actually just mobbing it, this and that. The native birds, along with the kangaroos, were heading into the town about three hours' drive north of Adelaide in search for food and water because they just haven't had any rain. And uh, the, and, uh, the, the, the the mayor has stated that they've never seen so many emus in such a, um, like, you know, so, so populated yeah. and stuff like that. So, yeah, so there's been no rain up in South Australia at all. And as there's no rain, they're, they're going... Yeah, moving, yeah, moving, moving down, down south, south basically yeah. to go and look for food and water, and they just happen to be passing through this this town, and there's like hundreds and hundreds of these emus flooding. Like I said, eighty kangaroos just on the school oval, bloody. And hell. I can't imagine like Petersburg, Petersburg, sorry, being a very big town. Uh, Australia for our American listeners, Australia actually. I, I looked at this. Uh fiftieth largest town. Has less than a hundred thousand people in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Fifth, so, and I think after you go from like the tenth largest town, yeah, they're sitting at about a hundred and twenty thousand. Oh, I was going to say, oh, like the top fifty towns must be like, even then, like we'd be hitting down to two hundred thousand people. Uh, you, you, yeah, yeah. Well, I think once you yeah, get up out after the first ten, well, after the major cities, and maybe I don't know, two or three in each. Maybe top thirty probably have over h- half a million. And the rest would have less, way less than that. Yeah, no, it's it's actually I think fi- the fiftieth, the fiftieth, forty to fifty sit at about sixty to seventy thousand people. Yeah, tiny. So we are a ti- so these other towns have got like two thousand people in it. Yeah, absolutely. And like- I would sh- I'll, even if we take given the benefit of that they've got fifty, hundred thousand people in this town. Even if you if you've ever been near an emu, <laughs> attacked by an or even chased by an emu. Basically, it's our ostrich, but more vicious because everything in Australia is definitely more vicious. Absolutely, yeah, they're dang- they're dangerous. Those emus. and um, yeah, but eighty on a school oval like that—that that would actually freak me. Like, I'm not scared of birds, like like Jess is, but I'm not. Hmm. But I would be scared of eighty emus on a, on a school uh, school. Yeah, oval. that's because you're Italian. Me as a fresh Australian, <laughs> what lose the war against them again, buddy? <laughs> nah, no, 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 I got it all wrong. I would befriend them. We'd go down to the pub. We'd have a few drinks, have a few yarns. Put a hat on them. Yeah. <laughs> hat with the corks. Yeah. Listen <laughs> <laughs> to some Slim Dusty. Now, now, I love to have a beer with emus. I love to have a beer with muse. <laughs> <laughs> we drink in moderation. <laughs> and we never, ever, ever get rolling drunk. You know what, drink. You know what we, can yeah. we do? Can we do later on? I'm sure people will want this. We should, I should bring my acoustic guitar in and we should do uh, a sing-along of that song and you can you can sing it. 
Oh, yes. Why not? All right. Next episode, I'll bring it in. Yeah, bloody hell. That would be great. Bloody oath. Bloody oath. Bloody oath. That would be great. <laughs> you got another article there now, for us, I'm out of articles. Oh, I think that might be the end of the show. Then. But we do have a couple of rants. I, I hit my three. That's true. I think we're good. I think we're good. I think people got their... I don't even know how long we've been going for. How long have we been going just for? Just under an hour. Just under an hour. That's oh. all good. Oh, good stuff. Um, but look, you know, Kieran, mm. I would just like to congratulate you. Oh, thank you. We have hit yes over fifteen hundred listens on SoundCloud now, which is bloody incredible, and I'm very proud. And I ju- it just hit it over today before, um, well, as of this recording. So I'm assuming when this episode actually goes up, it'll be even higher. Mm. Oh, absolutely. And I've actually touched in with a few of our loyal listeners. That's awesome. And they're actually, speaking to all of them, a few episodes behind. Yes, I've heard that too. So, I've heard that too. So people are excited to catch up and hopefully they'll be sending in a couple of rants as well. So send in your rants, people, and your light bulbs to the We Only Do One Take Pot. Oh, I hope no one's running a book on when we'll get light bulbs. <laughs> People will know, because I'll, I'll be like, we finally are in the light. Our loyal listener, Alice, said that she was going to send me a reminder, which she failed this week, so I'll be looking for it next week. That's right. Alice, we record on a Tuesday. <laughs> I need to know on uh, Tuesday. Don't tell them the secret. Don't tell them the secret to when we do stuff. Oh, right. We record on most Tuesdays. <laughs> Uh, Except look, for the time you send in rants, then we clearly because you do that like five a.m. on a Tuesday right. morning before you go to work, that's and then right. and then we actually record on that's, the Wednesday. That's right. That's that's, that's exceptions. Uh, that's right. Well, look, everybody, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, on iTunes, on YouTube, on Instagram, and Facebook. For, that's for all of your wanker wanker needs because they're our called wankers, our fans. They 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 polled it. They polled it. Right. They selected it. So for all your wanker needs, again, again, it's on SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Make sure you give us a like. Make sure you give us a subscribe. Make sure you give us a favorite. Make sure you give us a review on any of those platforms. And if you'd like to message us, obviously you can email us at the We Only Do One Take Podcast Gmail account. And if you'd like to send in a rant, just send it in there and I will deal with that at the appropriate time, because we all know Kieran won't. Ah, uh, well, yeah, that's right, because I delegate the task. That's right. Yeah, thank you. And obviously, make sure look out for it, because uh, Kieran's survey, which he talked about last episode, will also be coming around. I think in the next two weeks or so, three weeks. Yeah, I'm going to post. Uh, there'll be a link up. Um, it will be probably about Monday next week. Oh, awesome! Monday oh, next wow. week. And we want to hear we want to hear your feedback. We want to yeah. know the bits you love, the bits where you think we can improve. Yep. Uh, some other things in there, other things that you guys would like, and that will be up. And it's in a pretty cool type. It's in this really cool type form. Like yeah. It's really it's really cool. Also, uh, uh, pre- pre- pretty brief as well. So yeah, it's not yeah. nothing t- and, tedious. Long. And what what is um. If they've got friends they want to send it to as well, because this is about, uh, about not only just the show, but podcasts in general. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you've got friends who also listen to podcasts, send it to them as well, because we'd like to hear the more information we get back from other people, the better we can make this show and the more cool guests we can get on too. That's it. That's always the big, big thing. But Kieran, thank you again for a fantastic episode number 26. Ooh. And to all our lovely wankers out there, we will see you next all right are we ready 
Yeah, so go to rant number one. Rant number one. Rant number one. Here we go. So, Kieran's put a request out for three minutes of quality Fucked and up, mate. quantity in a rant. Um, maybe we only do one take podcast should start listening to their own advice and practice what they preach. Um, us little wanker listeners. Yeah! Um, you know, don't ask for much. We expect an episode out on Thursday night. <laughs> and occasionally in the past we've had to wait, what, three days for an episode? Margin of error. Um, Margin of error. Yeah, that was... That was tough waiting for that. <laughs> and then... I think that was also because she was a ranter on that podcast. She so, was. So she, she was, was very r- upset. She was double rant. Double she was rant. very excited to hear herself on the this podcast. This is the most passive-aggressive rant I've ever heard. <laughs> the call was put out to me to produce a rant because they weren't getting the rants that they wanted. Oh, that's not and true. <laughs> I did it. You did. Um, I was told that they were recording. I think this rant's way too long. I think it <laughs> it's needs your to, fault. I think it needs to be cut down. On Tuesday night. And so I got up Tuesday morning before I had to go to work. <laughs> thought I'd attempt to put something a little bit professional together because, you know, it's only done in one take. So, yeah, okay, I pop, jotted down some points and, you know, thought, yeah, that sounds all right. Um... So did that before I went to work. Yes, it was only a minute, but you know, every minute counts when it's every minute counts, Kieran. <laughs> you don't want to go to work in the middle of winter. So I did that and then found out that recording wasn't happening on Tuesday night. So I could have had a little bit of leeway. Um Tuesday <laughs> recording was happening on Wednesday night. And we then had I wanna put out that <laughs> That was your fault too. We you needed to change the date. No, no, no. But we, we, most of the time, ninety five percent of the time. I would say ninety five percent. Ninety five percent of the time, the podcast is out Thursday night. And if we need to record on Thursday, we record on Thursday. If we record on Monday, it's not us to tell people when we record. <laughs> it's just when it suits us. Yeah, yeah. And we, t- I only said to get it in on the Tuesday because I thought that's when we were recording. And there was a last minute reschedule. It was. So we're very sorry. I'm not. But yeah, well, you know. I'm the PR person sometimes. To wait for the episode to be put up again. So, if you want some quality, maybe maybe you should provide some quality for your listeners. Um, well, not not so much the quality. She's driving. I do appreciate what I listen to, but maybe quality and service is something. Oh, jeez. Um, I've just realised that. This has also possibly turned into your first little bit of hate mail. Yeah. Um, but I listened to your episodes, so you know, realised that you hadn't received any. So, Church, Kieran, consider this your first three-minute, well, quantity, maybe not quality. <laughs> and you said it, not mail. us. Signing out. I just want to point out that was two minutes and 45 seconds. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt because that is in with the margin of error. <laughs> As you've stated many a time. I know. I know. Only I have a large margin of error. No, no, Everyone I, else has I, a very tiny I'm margin of error. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it to the margin of error. Well, that was really good. Uh, I'm going to put it out there. All of that was Kieran's fault. <laughs> Every single part of that was Kieran. I am punctual. 
I am. I make sure I respond to all our fans as quickly as possible. I apologize when I need to. I'm also very attractive and well hung. Kieran is none of those. <laughs> as the CEO of this podcast, I need to make a correction there. I'm definitely well more hung than Turch. Um, well more hung. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I make no apology. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we produce a great podcast. Hang on, well, we I'll, do. Hang I didn't apologize and say we didn't. Hang on a second. I'm, I'm just going to deal. I feel like I need to deal with the criticisms that have been put forward by, <laughs> our, by our ranter. Um, this is a great podcast. This is a podcast we pour our hearts and souls into. And I'm very proud of this podcast. And in fact, we have a over a 99.9% getting our podcast out on Thursday night. That's That's pretty impressive facts. That's that's pretty impressive, and um, it's a great podcast. It's a fantastic podcast, and you thank know- you, speaker. Your time is up. Let's go <laughs> to the next rant. Hey, Turch. Hey, Karen. It's Damien here. Hey, Damien. Hey. Long time listener, lifetime ranter, and oh. episode ten. I'm calling in because I've got a rant that's been on my chest since the day I was born, and it pisses me off to no end. And I have to answer it every fucking day, and I'm sure you deal with it too. So, anyway, I'm a tradesman. I deal with different tradies every day. Despite being different people, I get asked the same fucking question all the time, and I am sick to death of it, and it grinds my gears and pisses me right off. So, anyway, I turn up to site. I walk onto site and meet another tradesman, and he says, Hey, mate, how's the weather? It's cold in the morning, it's hot in the afternoon. It's like having four seasons in one day. And I just wanted to say, No, mate, you're talking about summer and winter. That's two seasons, it's not four, and it's Melbourne. You lived here all your life probably, just deal with it. It's not going to change. There's that question. And then there's also, what's the weather? Oh, this is another one that pisses me right off. I just want to Yeah, you're in it. You are in the weather. What does it feel like? Stop asking me. I am not Jane Bunn. I am not a meteorologist. You're not Jane Bunn. What is the weather? Go look it up yourself or just stand outside and feel it. Is it hot? Is it cold? It is Melbourne. Deal with it. If you don't like it, move to Sydney. <laughs> Rant over. All right. Thanks for your time. And um, I just want to say, I probably didn't meet the three minutes, but... Um, <laughs> oh, shit. People actually think I'm going to hit <laughs> yeah, three minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People hear that. Hear the things that you say, mister. Oh, take it to heart. Oh, my God. No, no. That was just... No, I need to make a correction here. <laughs> The rant doesn't need to be three minutes unless your name's Alice. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay. It's, <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe people thought that it had to be three minutes. We don't have rules here. <laughs> wow. I feel like I need to be really check You've really what got I to say. be careful what you say in this podcast. It's fun. It's, it's funny because people take you so literally. And then I send messages out that are nice to people. Like, hey, how contribute. It's fun. And they're like, oh, no worries, Turch. And then they just give you 90% of the shit. And it's fantastic. <laughs> I may be getting attacked by Spotify and Pornhub, but you get attacked by the fans. And that makes me f- feel fine. Oh, hang on, there's still 11 seconds oh, left. Please. While I'm doing it, and I've taken about a million takes because it's a real shit show. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, keep up the good work and happy ranting. Yes. Ah, uh, brilliant. Oh, hang on a second. Here's the next rant.
Sorry, back in black. I, that's fair use. <laughs> that's fair use, buddy. I can't use that one. <laughs> uh, brilliant. 